Welcome to Behind the Schemes, a discussion of how commerce, corruption, and counterfeit cures are destroying our planet's precious wildlife. This is Risha Kota Larson with Behind the Schemes, and in this episode, we're talking about saving the world's smallest bear. Sun bears are one of the eight species of bear, and these bears are facing a triple threat to their survival. I recently spoke with world-renowned sun bear expert Tzu T. Wong, CEO and founder of the Bornean Sun Bear Conservation Center in Malaysia, about these fascinating little bears. And can you tell us what makes the sun bears different from other bears? Uh, sure, yeah. So first of all, sun bears is the smallest of all the eight living bear species. Uh, they are the smallest bear and the small size actually helps them be, uh, have a very arboreal lifestyle. And also they are very different from other bears by having this very long and very strong claw and then a, a long curve and strong claw and all of this uh, tool for them to, uh, to, to help them climbing. Uh, and also sun bear have a very powerful uh, jaw if you look at the skull of a sun bears, they have a very big zygomatic arch and that big zygomatic arch uh, is where the very big jaw muscle attach and then sun bears are known to chew through the hardest wood in the world, the bone and iron wood and this is what makes them so different and special than, 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 than other bear species. When you say that uh, they're living in the trees, uh, I've seen them swinging from the trees almost um, like a primate and, and building <laughs> nests. Is, that's absolutely, very unusual. Absolutely. So, yes, that is very unusual. Sometimes, you know, I often describe sunbears as like a cross between a bear and a chimpanzee, <laughs> you know. And and because they are they are black in colors, and then they sometimes they just swing. They use one hand and kind of <laughs> cling themselves on a, on a liana or, or or tree branch. Uh, do a lot of you know crazy stuff that 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 people would not ever think of a bears can actually do that kind of uh, <laughs> that, that 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 yeah that that kind of behavior. And then and one thing is that uh, they are. Uh, a uh, front elbow actually can rotate like primates, you know, not like uh, a carnivore. The motions is back and forth, but for sun bears, they can do this uh, uh, rotations just like we do, and th that makes them so arboreal and so agile on trees as well. Huh. And they make a different noise then uh, from other bears. I was watching a video, and I thought there was a dog in the video, but there wasn't. Yes, they are. They bark. They bark like a dog uh, when they are threatened. That is pretty, pretty, uh, pretty amazing to see how vocal and how much different sounds that they they make means different thing. And uh, this is something that we need to learn more about them. Uh, simply is like that. There's a there's a there's a new frontiers in terms of you know, uh, sun bears uh, research. What, uh, what countries do they live in? They are ranging, uh, range from the eastern tip of India. There's two provinces, uh, Assam province and Arunachal uh, province. They've got uh, uh, small populations of sun bears. And then they used to found in Bangladesh, but 
Hmm. Believe uh, the Bangladesh population has has been gone locally extinct, hmm. and then moving eastwards to the country of Myanmar, uh, Thailand, Cambodia, Laos, uh, Vietnam, southern China, uh, peninsula of Malaysia, islands of Sumatra, and islands of Borneo, and then the other place where sun bears gone extinct is Singapore. Singapore used to have sun bears, and I think you know right now there's no more. Habitat, no more sun bears found on the small islands, small uh, island country. Oh, uh, are there any subspecies of sun bear? Yes, there are. There are two uh, subspecies: the Hieroctus malayanus malayanus, uh, the so-called mainland bear. They are found in the mainland and the islands of Sumatra, and then uh, the Bolin subspecies, the Hieroctus malayanus irispelus. Are much more smaller than the, uh, the than the mainland uh, subspecies. Uh, so yeah, the Bonin sanders are the one that I'm working with uh, over the last fourteen years or so. Mm -hmm. And when you say smaller, we were talking before about um, they're the world's smallest uh, species of bear. How large are they? What size are they? Would you say? Okay, so for a adult Bonin. Uh, male, average about 50 kilos mm -hmm. is considered as big. Mm -hmm. And then if you move to mainland, a captive uh, male bear can weigh up to 100 kilos. Okay. Uh, so they are about, you know, 40% uh, or 30 to 40% uh, bigger uh, than the, uh, in, in, in the mainland subspecies. Oh, okay. So they're, mm. so even as an adult, they're the size of a large dog. Then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're talking about uh, uh, you're talking about hundred pound bears. That is pretty small for a bear. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's about okay. the size of a big mm -hmm. dog, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there a population estimate for sun bears, or is the population increasing, decreasing? Is there any sort of estimate for that? No. Uh, unfortunately, sun bear is still the least known bear. But one thing for sure, say for example in Borneo where I work, uh, their population is much more uh, lower than the orangutan. The, I mean, in terms of their density, yeah. Uh, and then, and then uh, because sun bear is still the least known bear in the world. So uh, before I start my work uh, in nineteen ninety eight, virtually there's no study on sun bears or, or whatsoever exists. So we do not know. And then in terms of whether the population is increasing or decreasing, for sure the population is decreasing. Hmm. Uh, the population is decreasing just based on the habitat itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And IOCN Best, Best Specialist Group a uh, few years ago put out a statement where we believe that the bears, sun bears has suffered, has declined uh, uh, more than 30 percent. Uh, over the last 30 years based on the habitat disappearance alone in South Asia. Oh. And uh, speaking of the deforestation, the sun bears actually face a triple threat, uh, which is mm -hmm. the deforestation, the killing for traditional medicine trade, and capturing the babies for the pet trade. Um, is there mm -hmm. one of the these threats that is worse than the others? Are they all the same or which one is the most difficult to deal with, would you say? Well, I think the deforestation is by far the, the biggest threat. So you are looking at when forest is gone, then it's gone. You know, places like Thailand, uh, 
for example, have lost majority of of their of their forests, and then uh, the only forest left in the country is only you know small pockets of uh, national parks or completely or totally protected area. Uh, so when and then and then these deforestations most often come with a government scheme, a big government scheme where regular ordinary people cannot do much to stop this kind of uh, destructions. Uh, so by far deforestation is the biggest threat and then and then but it is related to the other two say for example during the process of deforestations of loggings uh, people bumps into you know female bears or saw cups in the forest and they would not hesitate to kill, uh, kill bears or sometimes this uh, uh, forest workers or loggers they would set snares and set traps in the forest when they are working in the forest and that would you know it's, uh, kills the uh, other wildlife and, and including bears as well hmm. and then uh, the supply for medicine or for pets is all associated with people working in the forest people encroaching the forest mm -hmm. uh, so it kind of exacerbate uh, makes this whole situation uh, worse Oh my gosh! And then, uh, yeah. And in terms of which one is the the biggest is is more difficult to deal with. I think more uh, deforestation is very difficult to deal with uh, because it's you know most of them come with uh, the country developmental schemes or government schemes, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then uh, so so the other two, killing and poaching for traditional medicines or capturing for coffee is something that we can do as long as you know there is like. See, for example, law enforcement, for example, raise awareness uh, among local communities. This is something that we can do. Mm -hmm. um, are the sun bear, the sun bears are protected, is that correct, by law? Yes, sun bear is protected in all range country. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, say, for example, in Malaysia, uh, we have three different laws in three different geographic regions that protect sun bears. Sun bear is listed as totally protected species in Peninsula of Malaysia and state of Sabah, and they are listed as protected species in Sarawak. The difference between the totally protected and protected species is the totally protected species, no one is allowed to hunt, to kill, to keep, to harm sun bears. Mm -hmm. And then a protected species, say for example, their, their protection status in Sarawak is that they can hunt sun bear as long as they have to apply for a hunting permit. Mm. Uh, so, so you cannot, anybody cannot just go and kill by their, by their wish. But the problems lie with enforcement. Oh, okay. Uh, How, tell me yeah. about that. Yeah, so as you know, this part of the world, wildlife enforcement are not priority for the law enforcement agency. And then uh, animals are treated as not less important than humans. Mm -hmm. And then so in a place where resources is limited, yeah, then, then people tend to do not care about whether or not this animals is actually protected by law. And then law enforcement agency sometimes uh, take the attitude of, you know, less care about actually enforce the wildlife law. And uh, this is a problem. And some parts of South Asia is more serious than the other. And then, uh, but in Sabah, say over the last uh, few years or so, we can see 
the governments is actually head up to do law enforcement uh, with all these conservation issues and all these international NGOs working uh, in, 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 in this part of the world. Uh, so all of these are good sign, and I really hope that in other parts of Southeast Asia where sun bears are found, the other law enforcement agencies can also do the same thing as well. Hmm. Are you seeing more uh, young people in Southeast Asia getting interested in wildlife work and uh, protecting wildlife? Yes and no. Certainly there are more and more, but I think the, I think we can actually have more. Uh, but still, you know, the, this trend is, is still very slow. And then I think we need to move faster and move forward. Mm -hmm. uh, there are certainly more new blood joined the forces, but I think it is not enough. Mm. Okay. Mm. Tell me more about how uh, Bornean Sun Bear Conservation Center helps sun bears. Okay, so it's a... Uh, long story to, to, to tell <laughs> and and this is this is years of experience you know I work I, I work on Sunbears since 1998 about 14 years ago and and what I see is there is uh, several problems that we need to uh, work with Sunbear first of all the cage bear issue need to be addressed mm -hmm. you know so people keep Sunbears as pets they are they are so cute when they are small, you know, period. They are so, so cute. They are extremely cute. They are <laughs> extremely, they are extremely cute, when cute. They are. <laughs> Yes, but unfortunately, the cuteness only lasts for several months, the yeah. first several months in, in, in their life. And they are, and this animal is designed to destroy, you know, with mm -hmm. all this very strong claws and strong jaw. They are designed to destroy. And then when you keep an animal that is designed to destroy, eventually, very soon, they are going to turn into a, a destructive beast. Mm -hmm. You know, so at the end, a lot of the bears are locked up in a small metal cage. And that is a very sad situation, and that is a very desperate situation that we need to help. So Sunday Conservation Center first set up is to help this uh, cage bear mm -hmm. is to rescue those cage bear and then improve their animal welfare. So this is the first thing that the uh, that the Bodhan Sabah Conservation Center would like to achieve is to improve the welfare of this cage animal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So mm, that, yeah. So this is the first thing. And the, the second thing that we want to do is education. Sun bear is the least known bear in the world. Until now, it is still the least known bear in the world. Not only foreigners do not know there's a bear called sun bears, a lot of local people still do not know there's a bear called sun bears in their backyard. Huh. People, local people knows about panda because Kung Fu Panda, mm -hmm. you know, because all this, you know, panda story, panda pictures and so on and so forth. People knows about polar bear because polar bear or grizzly bear because of National Geographic, because of Discovery Channel. But sun bears are so little known, there's so little media exposure. And then say, for example, uh, just a few months ago, I was giving a talk in a, in, a, in a local high school here in Sabah. Out of 300 students, I asked them, how many of you have heard about sun bears? I saw 10 hands oh. out of 300. I saw, yeah, out of 300 students. And I asked them, how many of you have seen a sun bear in zoo or, and so on? I saw five hands, oh, you know. Gosh. 
So, so people do not, local people, students do not know about sunbears, and this is a problem. This is a problem for its conservations. So the second thing that Bonin Sunbear Conservation would like to do is to is education, is to educate local people about local people, foreigners, about the issue faced with the sunbear, about the plight of the sunbears. Yeah. So second, education. Yeah, desperately mm -hmm. needed. And because of lack of education, lack of awareness, then the whole problem issue arises. The poaching issues are very related to education. People do not know they're actually against the law by keeping or killing or, or, or uh, 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 sun bears. You know, people have, do not have any idea that this animal is protected under the national law. Hmm. So all of this is lack of education. Uh, so education is a key for sun bear conservation and we want to do it. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And the third thing is rehabilitation. Uh, for those individual, those cage expats, mm -hmm. sunders that have a chance to return into the wild, we would like to give them a second chance uh, to be able to live in the wild. Sunbear is a forest dependent species. They belongs to the forest and not belongs to cages, not belongs to anybody's house as pets and so on and so forth. Uh, so we would like to have the capacity to give them a second chance to be able to return into the wild. And unfortunately, not all bears are capable to return to the wild. We have had many older individuals that has been in captivity for many, many years. They pretty much lost the instinct of first foraging in the forest. And then the second, which is even more, more, more of a problem, is they lost fear to humans. Oh, they yeah. associate human with food. So when you release this kind of individual, they will come back immediately and find, you know, people or village or break into somebody's kitchen and get into the problem. And then there's nobody will, no one will, will ever tolerate a bear break into the kitchens with their kids running around in, the, in, in their backyard. So, so not all bears are release candidates. Mm -hmm. hmm. Yeah, and then the fourth thing that we want to do is is research. Mm -hmm. uh, sun bear is still the least known bear in the world. There is so many things that we need to know about them in order to help conservation plan, in order to help management plan. And then uh, by setting up this center, we would like to do the research as well. So it is a holistic approach to conserve sun bears, uh, to, to uh, promote animal welfare, to uh, rehabilitations, to educations and research. And then all of this fall under a big umbrella of conservations. And uh, this is how I see we would like to uh, conserve some bear in, uh, in this center. Mm -hmm. hmm. What can people do to support the Borneo Sun Bear Conservation Center? Okay, so many things that they can do, okay? The first thing and the most easy thing that they can do is help us spread the word. Mm -hmm. As I mentioned earlier, sun bear is the least known bear in the world. Mm -hmm. And then by helping us spread the word, show a picture of sun bears that you download from our blog, from our website, to your friends and relatives, or help you know share the, the story, the, the blog that I post on your Facebook, you are helping us spreading the word, spreading the love, and help us conserve sun bear. This is very, very easy help us spread the word, okay, the first thing. And then the second thing is uh, help us fundraising. 
uh, obviously conservation project we use money we spend money uh, unfortunately and then uh, we we spend money but we do not make money and then the amount of work that we can do to help sunbirds is most is often reflects on the amount of funding that we have yeah so if you are capable you donate to our course I thank you with my most sincere heart or if not you help us uh, fundraising uh, help us spread the word okay so funding and then uh, the last thing i would i often uh, tell people is do what you do best to help us i think that is uh, very effective and so far we have seen a lots of example of say for example an artist help us draw painting and then we auction the painting to generate funding uh, a writer write about sunbirds and write about our center uh, and then uh, and, and, and help us promote or spread the word. A filmmaker, say for example, help us make a film on, on, on sunbirds and our center. And this is all anybody can do. There is no restrictions of what you of, of what you can do. You know, I have a friend who is a, a website designer and, and she is right now helping us to design a, a, a website. You know, so so there's a lots of a lot of things that, that people can can do. It's just uh, use your uh, uh, use your imaginations and use your creativity. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, those are yeah. great ideas. Those are mm -hmm. great. I like that a lot. There is a way for everybody to get involved with absolutely. spreading the and word about sunbears. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're students, hey, study sunbears. If you're professors, you know, study sunbears. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Wong, for your time today. No problem. Thank you so much for having us, uh, for having me tonight. Well, you are quite welcome. You've been listening to Saving the World's Smallest Bear with Su T. Wong, CEO and founder of the Bornean Sun Bear Conservation Center. This is Risha Kota Larson with Behind the Schemes. <laughs>